I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final hour fist pump time on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. And I I, I got a, I got an issue with the Twitch peeps at 940. Uh, I got uh, I got some Tolo intel saying I was getting destroyed for some reason during the KMC masterpiece. So I want to find out what that was all about. I feel like I should be blaming Mike Bassick, but I got an issue with Twitch, and I would love for someone to type out what the issue was for Ryan, Pepe, or Bobby to tell me so we can go ahead and address this. Final hour with Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and our Cowboys insider, Roberto Bell, Nicky Cowboys.com is coming up at 920. Mike Vrabel fired, gone out of Tennessee. Would they let him out of the contract? Or, I don't know. Are they going to trade him? Are you going to try to get something mm. back for him? Nope. The owner there said she was not willing to wait three weeks in order to work out a deal. And she does not want to miss out on a top coaching candidate. So Mike Vrabel you can go and become a coaching free agent. Oh, Which is interesting awesome. because, I mean, he was he was one of the, I, I think if you were building lists of, you know, oh, the top coaches in the game or whatever two years ago, Vrabel was considered near the top probably, somewhere in the, you know, five to ten range. Had a couple of tough years the last two years, but they also traded away A.J. Brown against his wishes, and, and that's been a, a bad move for them. I mean, A.J. Brown's got his own issues, but on the football field, that's clearly been a bad move for their offense. And, you know, I I just wonder, I, I think his reputation is one across the league of a guy who, hey, you've, even though he was not obviously the defensive coordinator for the Patriots, who's the defensive coordinator for the Texans, he's essentially considered a Belichick coaching guy. And I think that when you look at what he's done to try and implement the Belichick system, he's one of the ones, in fact, maybe the only one who's had legitimate sustained success trying to duplicate it. And I think that's potentially valuable to NFL teams. Yeah, and I can see it being valuable. If I'm New England, I'm not going to get rid of Bill just to bring in another guy like Bill. Bill I'm Jr.? Compl- what's that? Bill Jr.? Yeah, I'm just going to completely change things up and go with a different philosophy. Um, uh, just, just, I mean, just, dude, seriously, like, it's been 20-something years of the same. Now, that's, it's one. It's one a lot. It's one more than anybody else. Now, what if he's Bill-like but like a bull? Oh, man, that could have been Bill-like but like a bill. Like a bill. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, let's, let's be fair. I mean, because the two biggest knocks against Belichick are personnel mm-hmm. and personality. I'm on fire. Right. It is. It is personnel and personality. 
I could I could argue, play devil's advocate here, and say, listen, the only time Bill won is when he had a quarterback, and the only time Vrabel won is when Tannehill had amazing years. He led the league in adjusted net yards per attempt. He led the league in this and that. He had like he was tremendous for that two and a half to three year stretch when they were winning games and going to the conference championship game. Does he not get any credit for bringing that out of Tannehill so deep in his? I career? think Arthur Smith does. Like they were winning, right? I mean, Fable's a defensive guy, but He's I mean, not yeah, a, but I mean, it was two you, days. Don't, you don't give defensive guys. You don't give Wade Phillips credit for bringing out that Tony Romo. No, but right. two days ago, you guys were arguing for Sirianni to get the credit for having Steichen and Gannon. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, he does. I mean, he absolutely gets credit for, for okay, Arthur Smith. But There's no doubt about you're, that. You're, you're really good. You're really Thank good you. at shifting You could have just stopped. By the way, you you're, 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 really you're, you're slick. You're, you're yeah. sly and slick. And, and you're a master of apples and oranges. You really are. And also. Once you put your head in a bucket of water to get some apples and not come out. Don't bring <laughs> jackass. what we say. I'm bobbing for apples. Four weeks ago. Or it doesn't even, no, he can, bring what, he can bring whatever. <laughs> I have a memory. He can bring whatever he wants to say. He's not going to catch no, that's, me that's, that's, any that's, of that crap. It's a dirty trick. Choppy was that, talking about. That div- wives and girlfriends do. Choppy was. <laughs> okay. Where you bring something up that you said. Maybe out of context. Maybe Listen. I I don't believe in precedent. What I say in one situation has nothing to do with the other. That was talking about, Chop is talking about development of a player versus having the right staff to develop the player. No, we were talking. We we're talking about. I was talking about how like why does Sirianni like clearly something has changed with Sirianni, and you guys were saying no, but he gets credit for putting that. And we're talking about the development of Tannehill. It's still the same question. Yeah, but no defensive guy ever gets credit for the offense for the quarterback success. But we were talking about giving him happen. credit for Gannon. We talked about him getting credit yeah, for Gannon he gets, and Stein. Yeah, he'll, he'll get, he gets absolutely, yes, he gets and, credit and, for Arthur Smith. And so and, Sirianni and, is an offensive coach yep. who gets credit for the defensive hire. And and we, and you guys have tried in the past to give McCarthy credit for, hey, he put Dan Quinn in that position. So I'm saying that if Ryan Tannehill had that success, that's still something that, according to other arguments we've had no, here, that he fair. would get credit for that. That's fair. I mean, he, he gets credit. you? What, I, you, what I, are you doing? You gave him he credit. Gets, he gets you, gave credit him cre- you gave Bobby credit for show ratings yesterday, and now you want to sit here well, and you <laughs> give him credit today. What's going on? Well, I, I, mean, I, miss, I miss a f- one day sick, and no, all of a sudden no, 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 no. it's Coom Belt Yah. No, 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 no. Boy, there have been some stretches today. He is stretched. It's okay. We're allowed to stretch. He's right. Like He does. He should get credit for Arthur Smith. For bringing in Arthur Smith. Like I disagree. He should, get, he should get credit for that. I disagree. He shouldn't. I'm just saying by your logic, he should get credit Anyway, <laughs> they like Mike Vrabel and Frisco. They're big fans. They do. No, the, the the Cowboys, people within the Cowboys front office really like him. I'm not saying they like him enough to, oh, wow, that that's somebody that we need to go out there and, and make a move with our current coaching staff to be able to, go, if he's on the market, we got to make some sort of move. I, I'm not saying it's any sort of infatuation like that, but... If something were to go south, we've talked about with the Green Bay thing and the job were to open up, I'm sure he'd be somebody if he were out there that they would say, we'd be interested in talking to him because they do like him. They, they you know, have a good relationship with him as you have these sorts of relationships across the league with, with various people. And I think that they they like him. And I think Mike Vrabel likes the Joneses. I think he likes the Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers responds to Jimmy Kimmel yesterday on Pat McAfee. This was his hour-long appearance, 45 minutes, wet in politics and COVID. And this is Aaron saying, I never accused Jimmy Kimmel of being on that Epstein list for the reasons that all you guys were talking about. I totally understand how serious an allegation of pedophilia would be. So for him to be upset about that, I get it. Did you watch the quote? Because that's exactly what I said. Verbatim what I said on the show. I'm not stupid enough, even though you think I'm an idiot and you made a lot of comments about my intelligence. 
but I'm not stupid enough to accuse you of that with absolutely zero evidence, uh, concrete evidence. It, that's ridiculous. So I'm glad, and I think we can agree on something, is that one, those crimes are heinous, and two, I'm, I'm glad you're on the list because those those who are on the list, and this is what I think we can agree on, at minimum, there should be an inquiry into their involvement, especially if they went to the island, and at maximum, there should be an investigation into it. What do you think of that? Bobbing and weaving. Hey, what are you guys see. talking about? It's It's apples and oranges. Bobby, but fruit nonetheless. It's Jerry Jones. I I wasn't I thought you guys wanted we're talking about Mike McCarthy's extension. Not not that Mike McCarthy could be fired if they lose in the playoffs. What are you Aaron Rodgers? What? Me me saying that Jimmy Kimmel better hope that list doesn't come out. That I, that wasn't my insinuation that he was hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein for those Reasons, right? Not at all. I'm not that well, dumb. I'm so sorry. I, uh, <laughs> listen, you. Uh, it's he. He. He did not insinuating is not saying. Uh, I guess that's what it's, that's the uh, defense is going to use. Which I bet I do bet in a in a in a court of law would probably fly. Depends on what your definition of the word is. Is is is. is. So nice. I don't have any respect for Rodgers, like not owning it. He's taking the smart legal way out. But Mister, I own it, and I'm not afraid of anyone. Yesterday was, as Nick Wright said, disingenuous. Here's where I'll give Aaron Rodgers some credit. Try to follow me along here. Last hour, I gave credit to Draymond and Kyrie. I could not turn away from Rodgers yesterday with his 45 minutes, and see if this makes sense. I can't speak to the accuracy of Aaron Rodgers' information, but the amount of research he's clearly done on these subjects, I'm impressed by. Now, I know you could say, why would you be impressed with research that may be 100% completely false? I'm impressed with the effort and the links that he's gone. This guy is ripping off every medication. He's ripping off timelines. He's ripping off physicians. He's ripping off everything, and it's clear that he's done a crap ton of homework, and whether I agree or disagree, I can sit there and say, man, I I respect the amount of work that this guy has done on these subjects because he has done a crap ton. So that was my respect and prop for Aaron Rodgers, even though he cowardly, although probably smartly, smartly, Ran away from his Kimmel statement. I, I don't think he even ran away from it. He said it knowing that was gonna. As soon as I get called for it, I'm gonna like he he said it with that in mind. I think. But the on, on the research front, there are a lot of people in in general in in media in the world in society whatever else who like to pop off at the mouth about subjects that they have not looked into a damn bit. Again, if you want to argue about the the validity of the research points that he was leaning into whatever else i'm not here to argue that but yeah same sort of thing i i agree with you that i at least respect that he's looking for information on it he's not just gonna talk about it without looking into it at all and i at least have an appreciation for that because honestly if you want to talk about taking talking points and not doing research i mean jimmy kimmel has an entire team of writers nothing he says is his own <laughs> uh, that was true. a good comeback from rogers he goes Wow, 11 writers in 11 days, and this is the best joke that you had. 
He crapped on him. He's like, oh, I thought I had the JUCO education. Dude, the, the two A's was a good. The two A's that was a good fantastic Whoever wrote that, whatever intern that yeah. is getting paid $20,000 a year wrote that, that was fantastic. Yeah, he should have he wrote the Golden Globes. Uh, that was, Leave Joe Coy alone. Man. I love Joe Coy. Whoever wrote for him, that's a mistake. He and, got killed, and, right? Well, he got killed. And by the way, Joe, you're smart enough to know this. Never take a job 10 days in advance. In the comedy world, unless you're like already touring and you've got acts. Pepe, because I'm you got to come up with all these things to say about people that are there in the audience. Pepe, I'm being told that you may have some Twitch knowledge and information on why I was getting caught out and killed yesterday. Uh, a little bit. It's all, you know. Glad you spoke up when I brought it up. Well, I had to make sure it was the right thing. You know, you get you see a lot of tw- Twitch people, you know, say their opinions, but I got to find the right information here. Yeah. And, uh, I think they were upset that they're uh, saying you were, you're trying to get McCarthy fired. Oh, my God. They're, they're oh saying my, you're people. starting the whole McCarthy stuff. Oh, again. my oh yeah. God. You so. freaking cr- you, you, you are morons. You, you really, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend Brian Broaddus here, too, because I've seen people attacking Broaddus. You people who sit here and think that you are actually prepping for this game this week, you sound like a loser. You really and you get pissed off all you want. I don't care what Twitch says or how. Go ahead. Start running them off because I got the names on here and the handles. You act like you're sitting here putting eye black on and that, oh, my gosh, these Mike McCarthy topics are taken away from the Dallas Cowboys winning and getting us back to the NFC Championship game. Open up your ears and open up your eyes and blame Jerry Jones. Stop. Blame Jerry Jones for... Opening up this as a topic Sunday, early evening after the Washington Commanders. Because when Jerry Jones was asked about Mike McCarthy's status, and he goes, we'll see, that did it. That did it. You can't have it both ways. We can't be a bunch of P-words who's afraid to ask Jerry questions. I know I know the ticket is running their desperate promos right now with Jeff Catlin, the boss, a.k.a. Barry Switzer, who walked into a gold mine and never has done anything on his own. I know he's oh. running his desperate promos saying we're paying him ball for and this and that because they see the ratings just like everybody else. But it's ridiculous. You can't have it both ways and call us soft and say we don't ask Jerry Jones tough questions and then get mad when we do and hold him accountable for leaving McCarthy floating out there in the wind with a statement on Sunday. So which one is it? Are we going to be be soft P-words bought and paid for like the Barry Switzer of radio accuses us of doing? Or are we ruining the Cowboys' mindset and mentality by creating distractions? Which one is it? Twitch, tell me. Exactly. Look at Ryan putting up Put the screenshots. Oh, gosh, yeah. Ryan. <laughs> Put them up. That's good. Yeah, call them out. Go Name ahead. names. You, 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 act, you, you do the same thing to Broadus, a guy who sits there and has no personal life whatsoever because he's living at the star and living in front of tape to bring you all that stuff, and then you're creating a distraction. You're creating a distraction for the Cowboys and our team, and you should just put that stuff to the side. Jerry Jones did it. So take it to Jerry Jones. Write your letters to Frisco or get on the Cowboys Twitch stream. We're not supposed to bring it up to him. We're supposed to ignore it. Yeah. We're supposed to ignore it. That would be in the pocket. That That would be be in the pocket of the team. That would be in the pocket. Give me a freaking break. That would not be, hang on, that would not be uh, standing on business. Losers. Al Bundy, you act like you're going out there and suiting up with your shoulder pads on. Sound like a bunch of losers. You really do. I don't care. Bobby's all nervous with his little smile over. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not nervous. Lee brought us alone with it. You can attack me over. No, attack it. It's ridiculous. Attack so we're it. soft on one hand, and then oh my gosh, you take it overboard with the other. Blame Jerry. Blame Jerry Jones. Did you know this is the ninth time the Cowboys and the Packers have played each other in the playoffs? I just thought that was interesting. Ninth, ninth Nine time. Times. It's tied with the Rams and the 49ers as the most common opponent the Cowboys have had in the playoffs. Really? 
Really? Yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah, I think the uh, the four the, four split. This is this decides the series winner. You know what? I want to apologize to Mike Bassett. Apologize because I think I, my 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 day, and this is my most positive day in a long time. The last ninety this minutes. One is? Yeah, I thought Mike he got Twitch going. I thought he was trolling. I thought he was doing it. No, it was these. It was this Jerry Jones interview reaction with the Mike McCarthy topic from these numb nuts on here. People it wasn't is Bassett. morons. People so, is morons. Mikey B, I know you're not listening because you're stretching and doing yoga instead of show prep, <laughs> but I apologize, Mike. Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, joins us every hump day. Hump day. Brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Proud to be the official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Please game responsibly. Crosstalk with KMC coming up at 940. Good morning, Nicholas. How are you? Good, Sean. You calling me out on the radio? <laughs> what What for? Oh, C.J. Stroud? Oh, yeah, you're like, yeah, you're like, Nick Eatman, I know you're listening. This is for you. I was like, I was yelling at you. I was like, I know, Sean. <laughs> like, it's not what we we're arguing. No, but, we were arguing about MVP. Right, right. And you guys are like saying, I can't believe he's seventh. You know, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's what I was saying is whoever thinks he's an MVP. I'm like, like he gets another award. He's not the MVP. I thought you were disqualified. My feeling was you were disqualifying CJ Stroud. During Peaceathon or whenever that was a while uh-huh. back, because he was a rookie, you were factoring that in yeah. heavily, and I, 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 I don't think it matters yeah. that he's a rookie. Well, it doesn't matter if he is a rookie. It doesn't matter. Like, like uh, Micah Parsons had the chance to maybe win Defensive Player of the Year as a rookie. It doesn't matter that you are a rookie. It's just I don't think I think he is probably more worthy of the Rookie of the Year than he is MVP. That was my case then. And I think that's the case now. He's not an MVP quarterback. He's a rookie of the year quarterback. Okay. That's what I think. Well, I think you're looking good on it right now. I have much more anger towards other people, so I don't need to fight with you. All right. So during the year, you said a couple of times, and I never usually put any stock in this, uh, but it turned out to be true. 
Well, the Cowboys in Arizona, it's just, it's just a problem. Something happens there. The Cowboys in Buffalo, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. Different rosters 15, 20 years ago. So since you were right about those two, <laughs> do you have that same type of feeling with Cowboys-Packers playoffs? No, I do not. Okay, that's I, good. I, I don't. Because, I mean, if you're going to go back to the Buffalo and Arizona, you're going back pretty far. And if you go back far enough for the Cowboys-Packers, you get like a domination of Dallas over Green Bay. So I just think it comes in, in cycles and, you know, and I, I I think it comes down to players too. I mean, I think that Green, you know, Green Bay's had the better quarterback uh, in, in those games. And, and, you know, even though the Romo in 14, that was a close one, you know, and it could have gone either way, obviously, with the Dez play. But, um, I, you know, I think it comes down to, like, players. And I think Green Bay's had better players. I do, they do not have better players this year. It doesn't mean they won't win, but they do not have better players. In 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 your in your time here, you know, let's say I mean it's been you know twenty five years. This I don't want to date right. you, but um, <laughs> you know the Cowboys historically have won games. Nick Nick Oldman, right? When they're hey, the better right. team, right? They've mostly yeah. won games when they're the better team. Is that that hasn't happened in the playoffs though? And this would kind of fit into that, wouldn't it? Right, right. I mean they've they've had. I mean they haven't really won a game in the playoffs where they weren't the better team and they upset someone. I mean, I don't, I don't think I haven't seen that in, in a long time since really the Super Bowl back in the mid nineties. I mean, they haven't done that. I haven't gone and seen them and upset anyone, which is why they, you know, they haven't won a road game until last year in the playoffs when that wasn't an upset either. So it's got to go the other way. So when they've lost, yeah, they've, they've been a team that, you know, you kind of expected them to win um, you know, and it's yeah. There's been games like that. They've been upset in Green against Green Bay in 2016. There with the Rodgers uh, play down the sideline, and you know, of course, the Giants back in 07. But I mean, there haven't been a ton of those either. And most of the time, it's you know, the Cowboys win when they're supposed to, and they've lost when they were supposed to. Nick Eman, DNM Leasing Hotline. So let's talk about this Packers team. You got the big picture, ten storylines up yep. at DallasCowboys.com. What have you noticed? I and this is not really disrespectful. I just can't believe that they don't they don't have any dudes. Like <laughs> they don't have anybody. Like and and it's like okay, well, God, you're playing the Rams. You're like you got to stop Donald and you got to watch these receivers and Stafford. I mean, or anybody that's got a guy. They don't have anyone. They don't. They they're the one of the five teams in the league that have no Pro Bowlers. Mm. They. I mean, you go to their the website. They got like you know they they touting you know touting that they got five alternates, but I mean they just don't have. And I, I and I'm not trying to be disrespectful because they figured out a way to get into the playoffs with a nine and eight record, and they they're they're playing better down the stretch. I mean they they beat three teams that they should have beaten, but they did. You know the schedule was favorable for them down the stretch, and they're in the playoffs. But I'm just saying that's the thing that stands out to me is. Who are you looking at? Like, man, watch him. I mean, Gary, defensive, I mean, you know, linebacker, pass rusher's got nine and a half sacks. It's pretty good, you know. But the receivers, they just don't. They don't have a lot of guys with a lot of stats. But you know, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones lately has kind of got it done. You know, running the ball. He's had three games where he's rushed the ball more in the last three games than he has all season before that. So he's kind of they've kind of figured something out running the ball with him. Nick, the, yesterday when we were talking to Jerry, he said 
he anticipated a number of vacancies, it sounded like, on, on the yeah. coaching staff. And, and, you know, that was in reference to a question about Will McClay, too. Do you think this is a legitimate chance or this is the most legitimate chance that they've been in danger of losing Will McClay in an offseason? Yeah. Yeah, probably the most. I mean, but but I don't think they were ever in a great danger before. So I would say I would say yes because it's never been, you know, a huge huge uh, scare I don't in my mind that, that maybe I there's things I don't know but um and I'm not saying it's a huge scare now. I just think, yeah, he's probably, you know, listening, uh, maybe even more. And, you know, you wonder about field, maybe with, with him and, and Dan Quinn. Um, but I still think Will McClay's got one of the best jobs there is in the NFL. So I think at the end of the day, uh, I think he returns. I, I don't think he can get a better job than this one. You, does he want to be a GM? I think he does, but. Well, that's a better job. I think <laughs> I'm biting my tongue. I'm going to leave it at that. I think, I think, I think he's got a great, great job here. I think he knows that. I think they've built something great here. Um, he, he makes a lot of decisions for this team. Um, and, and I think, you know, that he's very well, well respected. Uh, I don't know about, you know, compensated, but I'm sure it's pretty good. Um, so I, I you know, he, he's in a, he's in a really good spot here too. So if he, you know, if he wants to, have another challenge that that that'd be that's on him. But you know, I think I, I would be surprised if Will McClay left. I really would. You, you mentioned though that relationship uh, between Quinn and McClay, and that's something we've started hearing a little bit more about. Um, what what is that relationship like? And in general, Dan Quinn's reputation, which I know is really good in the personnel department, as a guy who grinds with them. Yeah, I think that you know when you the, the reason that it's gone so well, I I think with the drafting is that, you know, they've had some good continuity and great discussions with Will McClay. You know, he's he's been a, a player. He's been a coach. Like, he understands what they're, they need. And so I think he's had a really good relationship with Quinn, good relationship with Kellen Moore and, 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 and Mike McCarthy, of course, we're on any offenses here. And so I think that rapport has, has been built up over the years where you're like, tell me what you're looking for, what kind of players I can help you with this and that. And so that's why – you know, I think the continuity has been pretty good and, and that one of the reasons they've drafted so well. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know what kind of relationship, you know, Dan Quinn and Will McClay have, but they're both really, you know, good people, good dudes. And, and so I would imagine, you know, they, they're good friends. If he were to leave, is his replacement in-house? Is that their MO? Uh, I don't know that. I, I I don't. That's that's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, they've got some veteran scouts and stuff, but I I wouldn't know that. And again, Will's Will's role is so different, so unique. So I was trying to allude to earlier. I mean, he he works very closely. With Put him on hold, Pepe. Tell him it's skipping. Uh, Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys dot com. Brought to you by the Windsor World Casino and Resort. That was an interesting part. To me, it comes down. What I think Nick's trying to say is, like, what we're talking about in terms of Jerry Jones as the GM and how much Will McClay actually does, like, so much more than maybe, or maybe he has a lot more power and a lot better salary than other player personnel people throughout the league. That's my guess. I'm not going to press Nick about it anymore. Yeah. The other thing is this: a lot of this has to come down to ego. 
You are either a person who is cool in the shadow and live in the sweet life, or you're the person who has to get the credit. If Will McClay wants a lot more credit for doing the things that he's already doing here, and that credit comes in the form of the general manager title, I get that. If he's cool in the shadows uh, and not being a general manager, that's cool too. Is, it comes uh, down to, you know, ego. Right. I, you know, I, I, you know, guys like, you know, I think Jerry Jones, at least back in the day, that was the whole Jimmy thing, right? It right. was ego. Yeah, and, 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 like, here's a question, Bobby. Like, maybe you know this. Like, I think Nick's back on, by the way. Is he paid, like, a general manager? Like, every other is, – is his salary on that same level? Uh, without knowing exact specifics, I know he's paid really well. So, like, the question would be, like, you know, um, what what are what is your ego for? Is your ego – are people – is your ego because of money or because of title? Right. Like, if you're paid the same, do you really care what your title is? If you're paid the same as other people doing the same job? That's I mean, a question for each individual. Yeah, I probably, is. I probably want the recognition, and you are cooler with yeah, just, like, just give me the money, and I don't have yeah, the I heat. Care, yeah, I don't care what the title is. And I'm like, I, my ego needs to get the title, and Chobby's like, that's cool with me. Just give me the same amount of money without the hassle. Uh, Nick, Stephon Gilmore, Tyler Smith, what are you feeling about them, and how, what's Green Bay saying about their injuries? Yeah, I think I think they're uh, gonna play. I mean, I think both of them, Tyler Smith. Play. All right, that's not going to work. Right. <laughs> we appreciate it. You uh, appreciate it, Bobby. You answer that then about the injuries. Uh I think that. Tyler oh my Smith- God! Look what's on TV. Shocking. Oh, look wow. at that. ESPN. They must have gotten our demand that they play Jerry Jones yesterday <laughs> on Sean and RJ. You better play this if you know what's good for you. Well, speaking of playing, I think that's exactly what Tyler Smith and Stefan Gilmore are going to do. What they're a both gonna, They're both going to play. Uh, I think they're both going to play, and I think that. I, I'm more concerned about Gilmore's the, the how healthy he's going to be and how well he's going to play than I am Tyler Smith. I think Tyler Smith will be fine. Um, Gilmore, I just I, I wonder. I, I don't think you're going to know that till he's out there taking game reps. But really quick, just I want to circle back on because we went to Nick right before that. When you talk about the ego and, and what is it that that matters, I think Will is incredibly loyal, and I think that a big thing here for Will McClay and a big consideration for him is. I think he wants to see this through, not just for himself. I think he wants to see this through as like a reward for like, hey, Jerry, here, I, I got it for you. We, we did it. And I think that I think that is very important to him. Wow. Is there something else we should be extrapolating from that statement? No, I just think it's that he wants to. That he wants. What to would see you put str- on the odds of him leaving? What's the odds staying leaving in your mind? Just a guess right uh, now. 75-25 he stays. Oh, okay. But I think okay. I think there's a legitimate shot that. He could go. I just I don't think it's likely necessarily, and I don't want to speak for his thought process or anything like that because obviously I don't know that. But I do think that I I know that 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 is something that they they all have a very close relationship. That group, Jerry, Stephen, and Will, and I think they together want to achieve this. I think this has become just as much back in the day when the thrust for Jerry was we got to win it my way. I think the thrust for the three of them is, hey, we need to win this together with what we've put together. I think that matters to all three of them. Crosstalk with the KMC Masterpiece. Why has Grant Williams been such a bust here? Let's crosstalk with the fellas right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. A.J. Lawson with the three, and that's going to be the final tonight, 120 to 103. The Grizzlies will get the victory. They'll jog it across the timeline, and that will be all she wrote. Grizz Radio mm-hmm. with the call. Why don't you guys just keep singing? Mm-hmm. Everyone, everybody. I think they're singing I different songs, too. Down. <laughs> what was yours, Mike? I can take your number say hey, say who, phone. say Willie. Say hey, say who, swinging at the plate. Say hey, say who, say Willie, that giant kid is great. That was a Leslie Gore song, right? I have no clue. Did you know that there was Willie Mays, Mickey Mantle songs, Jackie Robinson songs like yeah. that? No. no I didn't Simon either. Simon wrote a song about Joe DiMaggio <laughs> and Mrs. Robinson yes. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Corey, what's coming up? My son keeps referring to his uh, part as a Willie, and I'm just like... Where did I don't say that? Why do you say that? And I don't know where. What time he, is that segment? Yeah. Uh, one o'clock C block today. <laughs> oh no! Uh, we'll be uh, we'll be C rocking block. that. Yeah, the C block. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense there. The Cowboys Eagles. Does momentum actually matter going into the NFL playoffs right out of the gate? But also, gentlemen, we have a new co-host joining us today. He smells uh, like uh, Colby Sap brisket. It does. He does smell like brisket and bricks. He made brisket and brought it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Kevin, can I, can you explain? Because this was your dream. Uh, yes. You created this part of the idea, and I think this is really cool. So we decided we're not fancy. So Mike or Pops is co-hosting the show today. We did a KNC for a day auction for Peaceathon, and he was one of our winners. This was always my dream. Helped raise a lot of money for my possibilities. And so I thought you were going to say to talk less. Oh, no, that's Mike's dream. Oh, is, is no, I want you to talk the whole time. <laughs> no, he just said that. He said the same thing. So he's going to join the show. He's already got notes about our topics. He's going to weigh in and he's going to also tell us about the ice bowl. Was wow. he there? I want to hear about the brisket. Were you, were you there, Mike? I was not there. Yeah, get up on the mic. So far, F minus. Oh my gosh! There, but I, I was 11 you years have to, old. You like, you have to kiss the mic right on the microphone. Okay. Like I Derek was Holland. not there, but I was 11 years old, and I remember watching it just like it was yesterday. What, what, what'd you cook that brisket on? Uh, actually, I didn't cook it. It I bought it. Can I say the name oh, of the place? Oh yeah, no. uh, Red Red Bond Barbecue in Colleyville. Okay, best barbecue in the country. 
Oh, wow. Right. Colleyville. That's where the rich people live. Nice. <laughs> right. I nice. don't live in Colleyville. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, this uh, Dallas Maverick was trending last night for all the wrong reasons. Mikey, I don't know if you've been on Mavs Twitter. Grant I, Williams, I'm guessing. Cherokee Parks. Grant Williams. When is the last time you've done a Grant Williams segment? I'm sure you've done I one. I gave him an F- minus last week for yes. his contribution yes, to the team. Did. I think he's... What's I'm, the problem? Or did we, as RJ is saying... We it's our fault for too high a unfair it's not our expectations. Fault. The Mavericks were the ones who told us he's going to be their third best player. Like the Mavericks well, sold their, him in the offseason as a great addition and kind of the third guy that they're missing. One of the warnings that we did is like I like what Grant Williams can bring to the table at times defensively, but one of the warnings we had is he got phased out by the Celtics, especially in the playoffs last year. And so if that's like kind of the level you're looking at, they're like, nah, he's not one of our eight. Yeah, he's like Again, like, and, and and it is the Mavericks' fault for yes, but it shows how far away they are. Grant Williams, if he can't be one of your best five players, this is not who he is. He's your seventh or your eighth option. And Boston even said he's team. not even that, right? Boston right. said yep. you're not even that. So why anybody would be disappointed in him is just not paying attention. Like, you're not disappointed. But, but again, disappointed. But again, a loaded but again. team. It's different if you're on a loaded team too. Like, you don't have to be the eighth best here. You you're not as good as Boston. Yeah, and again, you gotta. You, expectations are part of that for sure. But again, we're just talking about what has his baseline been for his career. He's playing below that. So we're not even talking about expectations. Right. He's playing the worst basketball and, of his career. And that's where I ran into trouble because at the beginning, he was playing outstanding in terms of also contributing more offensively mm-hmm. than I thought he could. But it took a sharp turn quickly. Yeah, I don't know if he even plays when Dante Exum, Derek Lively, and if Maxi Kleba ever plays this year. If those three guys become healthy and you you have everybody healthy on your team, I think Grant Williams doesn't play. I don't even think he plays. Played like seven minutes last night, minus 20. <laughs> yeah. And I know there's concerns about you've seen the buzz. I'm sure this is one of the reasons it was trending on Twitter as well as the shape that he's in compared to the amount of minutes they initially wanted him to play. I love so. with the shape of you. Is he in bad shape? That The concern is... He plays slow. He played slow at Tennessee. Yeah, he's a big... He's a stout dude. He right. played center. Yeah. He's and like a six, less six. Jack Desmond... Way less Jack Desmond and Bain. Careers die really quickly when you're a six-foot-five undersized power forward. Like, people do it. Obviously, Barkley's the greatest ever to do it. But your career ends quickly when you're undersized because, and you're a heavier guy because you have to play on pure athleticism at times to overcome your size mm-hmm. that you are too heavy and too short. And so that usually at 32, 33, your career is completely over with. So I do think Grant Williams is going to survive in the NBA for another five years, but probably at 30 years old, he's going to either play overseas or completely retire. I wanted to. Shout out Kevin Gray on this, honestly, because he talked with somebody in the Mavericks, and that was one of their quotes is he is he was not prepared to play the amount of minutes that we wanted him to play, like from a physical standard. That's somebody on the team saying that. When did he tweet that? Yesterday. Hmm. Well, that's not a good thing in the first year of your brand new contract. Nope. And like I said, he's playing below even what, if you take the expectations out of it, he is playing bad basketball relative to what he's done throughout his whole career. 
He's not playing efficiently. He's not giving you what you wanted defensively. Like I said, this is the I think this is the first year that his offensive and defensive rating is upside down. Like, like of his career. He's just and and you can't say that well it, while that is a team statistic, his is like 111 and 118, I think. If you flip it over to Derek Lively who's playing the same amount of minutes roughly, averaging the same amount of minutes. Derek Lively's defensive rating I think is 111 and his offensive rating's 136. Like I mean it's not Ooh. he it's uh. just Grant Williams has been a black hole on this basketball team. Matt Eberflus is coming back to the Chicago Bears. That mean they're going to keep Fields? I don't know. I would what, What's your opinion? I would draft Caleb Williams. I would draft Caleb Williams. Uh look at him as Mahomes light, worried about all the maturity stuff and the press conference oh, stuff. Oh, don't let Sandler hear you say that. I feel... Does I'm, he disagree with that? Sandler came in here in a little five-foot-five rage the other whoa, day because I said that. Whoa, yeah. Height change. Man. <laughs> Can so I ask rude. you this? Would you do this? Because he's played three years, so extension time is kind of happening right now for, for Fields. For Fields. Yeah. Would you say, hey... And as five? Michael Lombardi brought up, just to add to your yeah. point real quick, he goes, you gotta, you gotta remember that because if you're Justin Fields, you're like... You have to pay me at least the Daniel Jones money. Oh. And I think he has a very legitimate yeah. point to make. Like, I am as good Gross. or better than Daniel Jones. So Most this, people are. This whole conversation <laughs> has to have a $40 million at least cloud a year over, over our heads. If, if that's what he wants, then I try to move him for draft picks and take Caleb Williams. Because I was going to suggest, at this point in the stage of your career, we're committed to you. Five years, $150 million, $10 million guaranteed or $100 million guaranteed right there. If you say, yes, you're our guy, we build around you yeah. at $30 million a year. But I can't go to $40 million the way you've played football in your career. But I am committed to you, and I think that I can build a great team around you. If you do want five for 200 with 140 or 150 guaranteed, then I'm moving you to another team, and I am taking a pick that I think could become the best quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. As he progresses. When did everyone change their minds about Caleb Williams? If you even had that opinion originally, and if you even changed it. Uh, yeah, I haven't changed it all the way, but I've become a little bit more concerned because, I mean, obviously he looks unbelievable, but I know the thing about crying to his mom in the stands as opposed to going with his teammates, and there was a few other things that I, I'm not out on him by any means. He's clearly a phenomenal talent, but... I would have some more questions if I got to be in the room and when, ask them. When, uh, when he was at OU, uh, just because I don't believe in OU quarterbacks. As an OU fan, I've watched oh. all these guys run through, and I've been like, meh, I, I think they're fine. Anti-Troy Aikman? Uh, Anti-Baker, anti-Sam Bradford, anti-Josh White, anti-Jalen uh, Hurts. Jason White. Anti, yeah. Some Sooner fan. Yeah, uh, Josh Hibble. <laughs> jo- Nate Hibble. Hibble. Uh, no, Josh Hypel, Nate, Nate Hibble. Uh, and then jo- Jason he White. combined them all And they, one, they were all really good person. in the system. And they were all, and when they went to a place where somebody said, you have to be in this system now, instead of we're going to run the same stuff we did there when you were in college, they don't turn out. So if Lincoln Riley's going with Caleb Williams, I'll take him number one overall. But otherwise, just leave him there. I'm just not believing that Justin Fields is going to throw well enough consistently moving forward. So I think it's a tough decision because yeah, sure. I do go with the, uh, I'd always say Lamar Hunt, but his son's theory, Clark. and it's, a, a, a theory in the NFL that makes all the sense in the world. If you don't believe you have a top eight quarterback in the NFL, when you stack them up talent-wise and what they're doing, if you don't believe you have a top eight quarterback, you can't ultimately compete for a championship. And so you have to have that discussion in Chicago. Do we believe 
that just uh, Justin Fields is going to be a top eight quarterback in his career here, starting now, because in your fourth year, you need to show that you are in that category. And if you don't believe he's going to be in the category of, I'm not saying he can be, he's not ever going to be as good as Patrick Mahomes, but if he can't compete in the Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson category, yeah. then the, then we need to move on. It's the treadmill of it's Mark a treadmill. Cuban's treadmill. It's a treadmill. His QBR is 10 points worse, actually, this year than last year. Now, last well, he year didn't he run as much early on, especially. Yeah, second but half of the season, he, his QBR went up. He was like he was upper 60s, I think, in the second half of the season. 60% completion percentage, 16 touchdowns, and nine picks. Mm, sounds like a guy they'd give the MVP to this year. Wow. Uh, yeah, maybe wow. he performed excellently in really important games. I mean, look, if, if you're not sold on Justin Fields. Right. I just think he's, like, right on that line yeah. of, like, Which dang it. Fine. fine. I, honestly, the play is probably – the play is probably call Washington and try to trade, swap spots with them, get some more picks, and then just take where they don't take. Because history shows that the second player, if if they're the same position, the, the player taken after the first player of that position hits at about the same rate. What? Yeah. Let's go so, Ryan Leaf. <laughs> well, I mean, Ryan Leaf would be the example that didn't hit. Yeah. But, like, if you take, um, you know, say your first wide receiver taken in the draft and then 10 picks later is the second wide receiver. Yeah. The second wide receiver hits at, at about the oh, same wouldn't rate. Wouldn't you want to, though, be very specific on quarterback? I, yeah, I, think, I think that's different at quarterback over the I'd last go back 20 and look years. At this. I'm, just, I'm just talking about the, the growth no, stat of I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking. Positions. I'm just sitting here thinking like big quarterback questions in his history. Lawrence, even though he's not been the best, he's been better than Wilson. Luck was better than RG3, Manning, Lee. Like, I mean, I think you have seen quarterback as like, one of those you don't play you with. You know, like Tua and Herbert were taken five and six. Who was taking one that year? I can't remember. Joe Burrow. Burrow has taken one. And Burrow's the best. And of Burrow's those. the best. But, I mean, you can make the case that, like, you know, Herbert is better than Tua or other way around, however you want to say it. I mean, years that you'd be right for sure would be Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers. I know they weren't taking one, two overall, but the second quarterback second in quarterback that draft taken. was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and this is just for all positions. It's not just, I mean, I have to go back and look at the quarterback one or do a quarterback one. But, I mean, if you're not, the point is, is that if, if one of them is not, like, far and away, just trade down, get the extra pick, take the next guy. He's supposed to be far and away. Supposed to be Mahomes well, Jr. Is he? Hmm. He does be. throw the ball at times. I'm not he watching looks- t- his his highlights. When he has those highlights, he's the only person that has yes. Patrick Mahomes highlights. Shoot, Mahomes yes. is another one. I mean, because he was taken second as the second quarterback. Who to who, Mitch? We gotta yeah. go. Who drafted Alex Smith over Aaron Rodgers? Who's the offensive oh, coordinator Matt of that McCarthy. 49ers team? Oh, so I was genuinely curious. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I was Trent curious. Balke. Trent Balky. I was curious. Sean, what do say you have to it, say? Sean, say it. Goodbye. Say it for your colon. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, tomorrow's a big day. Why? It's Thursday, man. Goodbye. <laughs> Baseball's going to sign somebody. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.